I want people to know you don't have to have a Bible degree. You don't have to have all this Bible knowledge to share your story. You know, if you were blind and now you see, share that. Shout it from the rooftop. This is The Unseen Story, first-hand accounts that reveal the supernatural reality of God's love. When His love leads, a remarkable story follows. The Unseen Story is a nonprofit that relies on financial support from listeners like you. Please visit our website, theunseenstory.org, to find out how you can partner with us today. You're listening to Tyler's Story, The Power of Story. I'm Tyler D. Smith, and I'm a youth pastor and a girls basketball coach and sports writer for the Indiana Pacers. I have a wife and two daughters, and I also just recently wrote a book called Searching for Seven. Uh, It's about the journey of seeking God seven days a week. I've had so many opportunities in my life, so many uh, great blessings. Um, One of them is uh, I get to be a sports writer. I cover the NBA, uh, the Indiana Pacers, and IU Basketball College. And through that experience, I've been able to meet all these athletes. You know, in the NBA, we have uh, locker room access and we get interview. But here's here's something I, I try to help people understand. There's a lot of these athletes that, that know who I am and they know, you know, I've talked to them. But it would be a lie for me to say, I've been in the same room as LeBron James many times, so we're like best friends. You know, that's just not accurate. Um, and in a similar way, I feel like people sometimes treat God in that way, where they say, you know, I've... I've been in the church building many times. I'm tight with God, you know, and um, the truth is there's a big difference between knowing of God and really knowing him. Um, I I fully believe that God seeks us and pursues us and he'll do anything for us to know him. But like any relationship, it's got to be a two-way street at some point. One of the ways to really get to know him is to have that awareness of his presence, um, being aware of, you know, seeking him in all things. So I set out on my own personal journey to uh, search for God uh, seven days a week. And you look at people in, in, in many other countries or even the early church in the book of Acts, they had to rely on God for their next breath, their next meal, um, persecution, the things that they faced. And so in some ways, they were very blessed by that um, to be able to live every breath as if they rely on God. Um, and so that's the, the mindset that I want to have in my life. And, and a lot of the stories and things that have happened in my life, I've kind of related back to that. Um, this is not really a church example or a church story. This is a story of, you know, a basketball story or um, a story from a, a trip or time with friends or something from school, all these different things, all these stories were kind of coming together. And I just realized that they all were cohesive in that way of uh, that mindset of looking for God. And uh, I tell my students this all the time, you know, when you go to like a camp or a conference or a concert, oftentimes you're really impacted by that, but it's not just because of the speaker or the artist. A lot of times it's because of your mindset you go to camp or conference and you know, okay, I'm going to be hearing about Jesus. I'm 
cut off from the outside world. So, all right, let's do this. You're kind of in that right frame of mind to hear from God. A lot of times though, your, your pastor or your parent or your coach or your Christian friend has been telling you some of those very things that you just heard at camp, but it was at camp that you really heard it. So the question is, how do I get to be in that mindset when I'm at home? Me personally, I am big into podcasts and Christian concerts and conversation with other Christians. Um, For you, it may be something entirely different, but how do you get to that place, that mindset of hearing from God and looking for him in all of life's aspects? One of the chapters is called Just Say Yes. And I, I started to say yes to more things in my life that were faith related. And I realized that, you know, faith is meant to be put to action. And, you know, the Holy Spirit is uh, the helper to us. And the Holy Spirit is going to show up and, and, and work and do amazing things. I have a, a scooter that I keep in my shed at my house um, just for fun to ride it once in a while. What happens is, though, if I don't, if I don't ride it regularly, it's one of those that it'll stop working. I believe we are wired in a similar way in our faith. Um, says in Ephesians that we are actually created in Christ to do good works, which he prepared in advance for us to do. So we are created to serve. We are created to do ministry, things he prepared in advance. And if we don't do those things, if we don't put action to our faith, I feel like we're like the scooter in the shed where we're just going to rot. And I want to encourage people with this thought. Serving, it's what we're created to do, but it's honestly, it can be a remedy to so many things. I don't have the the knowledge or the power to speak on something as serious as uh, depression or suicidal thoughts or things of that nature. But if someone were to ask me, hey, I've, I've been depressed, what should I do? One of the things I would tell them as advice and encouragement is go serve. Um, because when you feel like you can pour your life into others, you begin to feel like I have a purpose. Maybe my life is meant to be, you know, an offering and, and given to others. Maybe you feel like God is distant. You feel like I don't, I can't hear from him. I don't know what he wants. I don't even know if he's there. Go serve somewhere, go where he, where he is working and see if you feel differently. I have, I don't think I've ever heard someone uh, come back from a mission trip or you know, serve in a homeless kitchen and then come back and say, I don't know where God is. You know, usually it's, I felt God's presence. I see God working. Um, and it's just that, that whole mindset of, of serving. There's an incredible quote from Charles Spurgeon where he said, the point of contact between the patient and the physician is the disease. So you can think two ways there. You can think, you know, sin is the disease and that's why we need him. Also, like when you go through some some hard times, whether it was your own doing or or just something that happened to you, um, if my life was great all the time, uh, not sure I would ever call out to God. I'm not sure. And and yeah, some people do blame God in those moments and maybe turn away. But I think more often than not, people realize in their brokenness, this is when I need him. And it says in, in, in Psalms, you know. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. So in, in some ways, it can be a, a benefit 
you know, when I'm, um, when I am brokenhearted, when I am feeling weak, I, I cry out to my father and maybe, uh, maybe I am more aware of his presence in those moments. The, the final chapter of the book is about, it's called story time. It's about, um, you know, realizing every part of your story matters and there's no one like, no one like you and, and the things that you go through, I believe we're, we're called to use, um, our gifts and talents to create stories and, and find ways to share God. But also I think he calls us to, to use us in our weakness, um, to not hide our scars, but to show them God heals and God shows up. God does amazing things even when I'm weak. And that's when I rely on him even more. Um, but yeah, as, as a sports writer and pastor, I'm, I'm constantly looking for, uh, stories because, you know, that's, that's what Jesus did, uh, shared stories all the time. And if I can be, you know, even a little bit like him, that's what I'm going to try to do. Um, I'm very inspired by writers like Bob Goff as an example. Um, I tried to write my book in a similar way to him. He's been through some crazy things. It's like every chapter, there's a story from his life. And then he relates, you know, here's what God taught me through it. Here's scripture that you can learn things from it. And that's what I want to do with my life. Every time I speak a message to students or a church, I want to have a lot of stories that they can relate to. Um, one, uh, one scripture that is very dear to me is the, the person I was healed. He was blind. And uh, some other people were asking him about who healed you. Do you know anything about him? And he said, I don't really know if this is a sinner or not, I don't know much about them. All I know is I was blind and now I see. And I want to have that. I want people to know you don't have to have a Bible degree. You don't have to have all this Bible knowledge to share your story. You know, if you were blind and now you see, share that, you know, shout it from the rooftop. Think of the woman at the well. What did she want to do after meeting Jesus? She wanted to go into town and she was no longer ashamed. She wanted to share. Here's my past, but I've been healed from it. Um, and so for us, instead of being ashamed, maybe you made a big mistake in life, but maybe God's forgiven you and, and taught you from it. Share that story, you know, share triumphs and failures, um, strengths and weaknesses. But, you know, whatever you can do to share it, um, you know, as a church, we try to, in small group situations, we try to do this thing called storying instead of necessarily teaching we try to look over uh, a scripture, a story, and share it from memory and then say, all right, now let's read it. What'd you get from it? Who are you in this story? Who relates to you and why? And those kind of discussions are often way more um, impactful than just somebody you know, sharing or teaching. Um, I think there's a time and a place for both, but the more stories you can share and the more, again, awareness of, hey, this this thing that happened to me, I can share that. I can relate to somebody else, maybe going through something similar. Stories are good. Uh, the greatest storyteller of all time uh, shared them often. So I think we should follow suit. We encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what he wants to say to you through this story. We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. 
without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share his stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much for listening.